I actually get physically scared, knowing that one day I am going to die. I'm on my way to space, yes, I'm on space, I'm getting close, I'm getting closer. Fuck, get the hatch open now! <laughs> you get in the car, and she's doing about 50 down a 30 road. No, he's lying, I do 31. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to 4G Shore. We are actually back with season four. Alongside with me today is... It's me, Colin. It's me, Becca. And it's me, Matt. Right, so that was a bit of a shit intro, but at the end of the day, we've been missing for God knows how long. <laughs> yeah. well, I was actually concentrating on something at the time, and I completely forgot I was going to come in. So it was like, <laughs> oh yeah, it's me. Oh my God, sort your shit out, guys. Fuck's sake. Yeah, man, it's the first time ever, right? And it's a back. I know. I, I don't even know. Um, have we have we ever done a podcast before? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think we have. <laughs> Can't tell them we've done three seasons already. You know. I was just about to say, yeah. you would think that the amount of recordings we've done would be at least professional wise so far. Well, the thing is, me and me and Rags were talking last night on WhatsApp, and what kind of like say is maybe this season will be organised. Hell no! <laughs> I kind of laughed myself asleep. <laughs> no, we. The best thing about us is that we're never organised. The, the, no, definitely yeah, the, there's no script or anything like that. We don't we don't go by script. We just sort of like make little markers and then go with the episode. Don't you make you markers? We do. just go uh, on with unfortunately, it. Unfortunately, I didn't have enough time to prepare for this episode. You know what I mean, <laughs> Colin threw us in the deep end this morning. I, I have, um, and but the thing is, right, we don't go by script, but we're opening them up. script. Come on, get your bread working. <laughs> yeah, I'll try. <laughs> Anyway, so how does it feel to be back to season, uh, back in another season, season four? And Becca, this is your second season now, isn't it? I know, so I've got no excuses. You have, no. have no excuses, I do have news, so. <laughs> I have an excuse, I've now got a job, so that's my excuse. Welcome to my world! Yep, yeah, before we actually start this episode, we, we have a couple of things to update on. Um, G's still hiding under his rock. Um, but he yeah. is okay. I did uh, get some coordinates where my pigeons kept flying around. My pigeon it eventually bit... died. It starved to death. So yeah. It didn't arrive to its location. Yeah, you didn't You didn't send it off with its little backpack. <laughs> no. The problem is, we're going to play a bit of sad music here. Matt's pigeon was found sadly upon some tree. It was, and it had no leftovers, you know. Because he was under a rock, he just couldn't find Jay, and he just sat there in the tree and sadly, sadly passed away. He did, yeah. Yes. And God bless Terry, the pigeon. He was. Uh... Oh well, so, next, next, but <laughs> next time, just give him food. Yeah, <laughs> give, him a, give him a pack lunch. Yeah. yeah. So moving on from that, Matt, you've just said there you actually got a job now. Which oh. congratulations. How does what it feel do? to be working again? Oh, it's been a while, but it's it's enjoyable. I'm enjoying it at the moment. That's because you knew it. <laughs> hey, and for it's those fine. That, for those that want to know, he's actually in the same jo- uh, job line as what Becker is as a carer. Yeah, just the difference is he's not going to deal with the dead. Oh, you, you'd be surprised. <laughs> there's um, there is one that's dying currently, but there's no wonder. You know, I don't mean this in a, ho- a horrible way for the viewers that are actually listening at this right, but I will just say, um, well, if anything happens, Matt, at least you eat be- be- your feelings on that one on the night time. Oh, I wish I, I don't even eat my fingers as it is anymore. Just giving up on that. Storing them all in the cupboard for when you really need them. 
Yep, exactly. For the winter. <laughs> you know, winter's coming. Hey, guess what? My favourite time of the year is coming as well. Halloween. Well, I was oh, going to yes. say, if you were going to come out winter, I'd like, you're screwed then because your bones are going to seize up. The only one time you see Colin pile the weight on and even then he just becomes an icicle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just shatters into bit of pieces. So I would like it if humans hibernated because then I could just sleep all winter. But we do, it's called wrapping up in blankets. <laughs> yep. so, oh my god, man. For today's episode, I know we're about five minutes into this, listen to us ramble on, right? But today's episode needs to be addressed. We are going to be talking about fears. Things that we fear, things that are like what creates fear, you know, our personal fears. So, you know, it's going to be one of those episodes. I know, viewers, I know, you know, one of those episodes, like, oh, for God's sake, another serious episode. Where is the fun? But stay tuned for the season. There is going to be some fun stuff coming. Yep. Yep. Quite a bit, actually. We've got more epic tales from Becca, you know what I mean? You know, the last time she said that... uh, Rome invaded Africa or something along those lines. <laughs> that was we so may be funny. Surprised. We might be surprised by a guest. Yes, uh, we've also got a guest coming back. We do. So we've got mm-hmm. that to look forward to. I mean, uh, this season seems to have like a good a good range of um, titles. Topics. Wait. Yeah, I mean, there's a good vibe going around it, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, my fear is that this uh, organisation at the start of season four is going to be done by tomorrow. So I'm I'm terribly fearful. And that Matt's going to call up next week and say, I can't do it. Wait, I was <laughs> half expecting Matt to turn around and say, I'm not coming in the day after. You turn around and say he was washing his hair and, you know. <laughs> yeah, when I seen that message, actually, Matt, I did really, like, I looked at it in my heart, something that was like, oh, did you no, actually believe me, though? Like, the start of the season. <laughs> well, not the hair part. Once I seen the hair part, it was like, what? <laughs> but, like, when I seen, I cannot do it today. And I was like, we've just started and we're already kind of do it today. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if I come out in saying, the oh, sorry, I can't do today oh, because uh, I've got work. You know, imagine if I said that, you'd be like, oh, God. Mm-hmm. It's like you've had yeah, all day to tell us that you've had work and you've only just telling them about like half yeah, an hour before sometimes. the episode started. Sometimes you can't help it. Yeah, they yeah, do. Yeah, physically can't be helped. So do you think that could be a fear that you've got then? A fear of being late? Well, minus beggar. I know you need like about 20 million alarms oh, no, to get up. No, 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 Rags, I will correct you there for one second, right? I hate if Becca wakes up late, <laughs> right? Bearing in mind, she's normally she has to be at work for seven. She gets up at half a six. That's okay. But if we wake up at 10 to seven, this house might as well be the German Battlefield. <laughs> Not true. But the thing is, though, she sets so many goddamn alarms uh, and she I'll, never gets I'll up to them. I'll correct you there. I don't set any of them. It's the other one. Yeah, but you, you, sorry, you sorry. if uh, you didn't set any alarms. Exactly. What would you think we plan is? Yeah, picture this, right? <laughs> Becca's, Becca's so fearful, right, when it comes to being late, is that I am being told to get my damn shoes on before I've even gotten up and get my pants on. <laughs> I, I can vouch for that one. <laughs> Say, get your, get your shoes on, get your shoes on. Hard to, oh God, just, I need to my pants on first. Doesn't matter. Just how you dressing going on again for the drive, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm walking down the road, me hips squeaking and creaking and doing all this funky stuff. 
And she's sitting there going, come on, keep walking, keep walking, keep walking. It's like, if I walk any faster, I'm going to fall over and die. <laughs> what do you think I'm trying to do? And then you get in the car. You get in the car and she's doing about 50 down a 30 road. No, he's lying. <laughs> I do 31. That, <laughs> Sorry, that, <laughs> that is absolute bullshit. I've heard you screech down the street. Shut up, you. It's like, <laughs> we're, we're driving automatic car and she literally wheel spins this automatic car on the spot. Smoke behind us, straight down the street, 50 mile an hour. Any police that listen to her, get in contact. I'll give you a reg. You can give our ticket. <laughs> I don't care where you're yeah, from. Yeah, but you'll be paying that ticket. <laughs> exactly. I'm not paying that. <laughs> I'm not paying it. So. Well, this is a good start A good start of the episode, isn't it? We're like nine <laughs> minutes is. into it and we're already rambling on. <laughs> well, we're grassing up Becca for speeding down the street when she's late. But the fear of being that, late. That to me, yeah, that to me is a weird fear. You know, there's there's some weird ones out there. Real, real Well, has anyone ones. got any? Because I ain't done enough, no Googling, no nothing. I'm with you. Yeah, well, I've got... I've got a few, but I'll talk about one of mine that came up, and it's in this list. And to me, it's actually really crazy one, and it's a fear of choking and how bad it can get. Well, yeah, you can die from choking. (laughs) Yeah, you can. But what happened was because I had slept with something in my mouth and I woke up feeling something in the back of my throat, it kicked off a fear. That was going to choke every God, I wish I could feel something in the back of my throat before I wake up. Yeah, but yours is a little bit of jealousy, Matt. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> but this, this is like um, th- this fear literally stopped us from eating. I didn't eat for about two, three weeks. Um, it was longer than that. I was that fearful. No, yeah, no, like, oh, yeah, I've heard this story you, before. You, yeah. st- you just, stopped eating yeah. for about two, three weeks again. Then a friend actually set it off again. Yes, yes, yes. The friend set it off again, which knocked us back. But I didn't stop at that point. I, I literally started again. You just went and, back and to the scumbag food. It was. I had to go back to soup. I had to then move on to scrambled egg. I then had to go back to soup because I got fearful. Um, and then moved back to scrambled egg and then moved up until eventually I was eating meat and chewing. Do you know for about four weeks after... Because I hadn't chewed properly, my jaw ached after a couple of chews on a beach. Do you know this is why your body's telling you that it doesn't want to put on weight because of that situation? That's why you're Probably. so thin because it doesn't want it doesn't want to hold in. It didn't stop him after a while when he got like a little bit better. Now I can't stop him eating, and he's yeah, still a skinny twig. Yeah, true. He ate blow away in the wind. He eats more than me. <laughs> Wait, that is a fear. As much as it's crazy, I wouldn't wish on anyone. It's horrible. Horrible fear. It's still a fear you know, at the end of the day. Wait, it is. This is a thing. Some of the fears I've got here as a list, the to us are crazy. But to that person, it's real. And it's a massive fear, you know, and it's the, well, the way it makes you feel is terrible. I mean, it, it, fears of like spiders, you know, fears of uh, chalkboards, people chewing on metal, people have got a fear of that, you know, it's just, it's just the most just unusual weirdos. stuff. I mean, I well, had a friend that actually used to like, like run out of the kitchen as soon as she seen tinfoil. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is wrong with you? It's like, get it away from us, get away from us. I don't like it, I don't like it. It's like, seriously, it's just tinfoil. <laughs> this thing heats up your food. <laughs> I've heard of the tinfoil one, but it's actually aluminium in, in whole, isn't it? It's cause well, it's the, a type the of metal, metal isn't it? Now, now, it, now, it? now, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Get it right, right? Because we've got American viewers listening. Yeah, it's aluminum. Aluminum. <laughs> No. For the Americans who need to learn to speak right, it's aluminium. 
Yes, that's aluminium. And also another one, right? It's a caramel, not caramel. Oh my god, did you see the whole debate going on about that the other day? There was a girl on TikTok that was like, it's caramel, not caramel. She's American. And this other guy, English, she was like, it's spelled caramel, not caramel. I'm sorry, I- I'm sorry, dear, but you're missing out another vowel. <laughs> yeah? I'm I'm so surprised, right, that America and Britain haven't started chucking nukes at each other. Yeah, but over, they, over they the forget that the language is English. Exactly. It is. But they say American English. Yeah, but it became, it started oh, But it's us. still English. It's, it's it maybe American English, but it's broken English. <laughs> they broke it. When they say Fantana, it's Fanta, not Fantana. <laughs> Actually, that was just her. I was going to say, I've never heard of someone called Fanta, Fantana. I've heard plenty of Americans <laughs> say Fanta and they say Fanta. They don't say Fantana. Oh, well, that Rag's friend didn't. Say. She always wanted to say Fantana. And I just wanted to clap her. She was weird. Must have been weird. She was. Well, along the lines of a fear, right? There's a fear of long words. So someone who's scared of long words. The person who came up with this fear and decided to name it is a cruel (laughs) bastard. It's a long word, isn't it? (laughs) He's literally called it Hippopotatonamonadakulabudalophobia. Say that again. I will put it in podcast. (laughs) Say that again. (laughs) Chat. That is the word that came up for this fear. <laughs> and it's, if you're... De- I thought he was going to say, like, a kid potato, like, halfway through or something like that. I was like, what? <laughs> if you're de- diagnosed with that, and your doctor sits there and says, oh, yes, you've got... And they say that word, your fear's going crazy straight no, away. No, I would just laugh like, and laugh and... How, how cruel is that, though? That's hilarious. That, really, that word <laughs> is hilarious. You think you would come up with something short, like, wordophobia? But no, it's got to be a mile long. <laughs> Come on, say it again. Wait, that's, just that's for the getting them over the fear, isn't it? I'll try. I think it's called Hippopotamus. <laughs> 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 if anyone can say that name, please message me or send a voice chat oh, or whatever. Brilliant. So we know what it says. I'm, I'm going to put it in Google actually and find out what it says. That I'll be back. Carry on with your chat. Hippopotamus. Uh, where is it? It's in the podcast. Hip, hippo, porto, monstrosis. <laughs> so it's hippopotamonstrosis quipedaleophobia. That, uh, do you know I'm not that? even trying. I was just about to say, I don't even think that Becca could even say that. Nope. Pissed. <laughs> it just sounds like that's of hippos, basically. You would think that when it's a hippo. <laughs> like, right, yeah, it says that's hippopotamus. Or hippopotamonstrous. Hippopotamonstrous quadipialophobia is how it's said. So it's definitely not what you said, it's but your, your way sounded no. so much better. <laughs> that was me sometimes. <laughs> you sounded brilliant. <laughs> it's a quibdialphobia. Yeah. The last bit I is a quibdialphobia. Yeah, I've just, yeah, I've, that's what I've just said there is how it's spelled. I would say. Yeah, well, the way you said it was 100 times better. I like yeah. it. Halfway, halfway, <laughs> you, halfway through you saying that, it sounded you started doing like some form of voodoo. Yeah, voodoo, hoodoo, hoodoo. It's one of them words, though. I, this is what confuses me. And, and this, I do apologize to the viewers here and the listeners. We physically will get sidetracked plenty through this episode. Oh, yeah. Now you um, So, this is what confuses me. They come up with these new names for things, right? 
and they've always got to make them so you can't pronounce them. Yeah, oh, exactly. I know. Or you can't spell them. So for me, my disablement is spastic paraplegia. Ple- spastic <laughs> Even he paraplegia. <laughs> Why couldn't you just turn around and say limp? <laughs> <laughs> Muscle problem. You know. Oh, yeah, you're suffering with limpitis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it makes more sense. Well, you no, know, it doesn't around. because... They like to be awkward. They yes, do. but if you think about limp in a different way. <laughs> well, a limp dick. <laughs> yeah, I suppose like, you could say, yeah, but you could say limpitis for your legs, a limp dickus for your dick. <laughs> <laughs> limp dickus. I'll <laughs> <laughs> just come up with wobbly, a wobbly itis for you because, you know. No. No, I've got Colin, there Colin, when he hits, say, Colin, when he hits about fucking Stixies, he's going uh, uh, to become fucking uh, Triposaurus Rex. I'm going to <laughs> start calling him Zoom because he just flies faster than anyone else. Yeah, but you could just call it Chopperitis. It's all right, Colin. When you reach that age, I'm going to attach some balloons with, to you with helium in and then you're just going to take Yeah, and you need the one, Matt. Yeah, probably. Do you probably only just well, need the string? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm looking investing into the the pump. You know where you replace one year your bits, your nuts, <laughs> the pump, oh, and you pump it up. <laughs> wow. So right back to the uh, episode. Yes, back on topic. Yes. Mm-hmm. Let's go. <laughs> back on topic because that went in a very very weird thing. So the next one, guys, is a fear of gravity. That is. Uh, it, that makes sense. Not really, because there's no... It kind of makes sense. all around you. Yeah, you're surrounded by it. Well, you just don't want to leave the house. Like, you're in your flat, like, shitting yourself. Like, oh my God, I'm so scared. Do they just, like, put themselves yeah. in cling film just so they don't have to even... No, no, no that's that that called trypophobia, you know, where they fall over. They're like, oh, fuck, I tripped. That's my problem. That's a Colin. They call... This medical name is called borrowphobia. So they're borrowing <laughs> stuff for people, or they're a borrower. <laughs> that's, that's what it would sound like. But it's it's literally a fear of gravity. And how do you have a fear of the one thing that keeps you planted on it? Do you know what we should do for a topic one day? It's all these big words. We should just do a whole topic on them. And, and us like, trying to see it. Yeah, and not <laughs> just that. You like what, You just said that. After, it sounded like borrowers or like borrowing. After, after seeing all these words on this screen, right, that I've got in front of me... I am going to have a few words, <laughs> you know. I'm going to get diagnosed with that hippopotamus, probably, blah, 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 thing, whatever it's called, you know. So, yes, there's actually a fear of gravity. The one thing that keeps you on Earth and the one thing you can't escape from. Gravity. Can you imagine someone jumping in the street going, let us go, let us go, let us go? You'd think they were nuts. Well, yeah, it's not like they got, they got a button that says, oh, we're just going to turn the gravity off. Yeah. That'd be me. Imagine if they did. I'd be like, I don't would they feel happier though if they got shipped off to space? Well, you'd be fucked because you wouldn't be able to survive in space anyway without, obviously. Well, yeah. It's when we're getting over it. You go to the space station. I mean, it can't be a very, uh, I was going to say popular fear, but I don't think any fear is actually popular. Um, any, uh, it, it can't be like a very uh, normal one. But do you think they'd be more scared I mean? if they were in space? Of gravity, I don't or... know because but to be honest, I think I would actually be, have that fear because you're in the vast open space of nowhere at all, right? Uh, why is on Earth at least you've got concrete or you've got grass or trees or something to break your fall? If that's the case, when you're in space, you're just endlessly floating. Yeah, yeah, but, but yes, you'd be so dead, but that? still, yeah, but you won't know if you've, if you've got a fear of going into space, right? 
something of that fear is obviously to have the fear you need to trigger it so what is it that's triggered that is it a a fear of height no it's probably a fear of seeing someone else die in space that's probably what's caused it it might be claustrophobia because you're in this capsule and you can't leave you know yeah claustrophobia i've always wanted to go to space but i know i'm claustrophobic and the second i get into space i'd break out in a space i don't think if you were scared (laughs) if you were scared of gravity you wouldn't be sent to space that would be the worst thing no matt we want him to go no we're not saying yeah we want him to go but no it's different you know if someone's got you can just say colin you know midway through the flight i'm on my way to space yes i'm on space i'm getting close i'm getting closer fuck get the hatch open now (laughs) (laughs) i'd be freaking the hell out yeah as soon as i hit space and i take that seatbelt off it'll be like oh yeah 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 i'd love it how long how long will you for Four months! <laughs> Colin's standing there listening to everybody who's got the same slowly but surely fucking floating back. But the funny thing about that is I could imagine Colin still tripping in space. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I would actually. What I'm going to do, um, because I noticed when I was editing these episodes, I always say he has the thing. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to challenge myself not to say that so much. Where have you already He has yep. a thing. You've already said it. <laughs> I've said it once. So starting from now, I've got to try right, not to ready, say that. Ready, guys? We're going to count how many times he does this. Yeah. What are you not allowed to say? I'll mark down every time. He has the oh, thing. Ah, you say it. I say it all the time, right? So. <laughs> that was cruel. <laughs> I can't really say it without actually saying it. Here's the thing. <laughs> But the thing yeah. is, though, we <laughs> are, we actually hours. tricked you into saying it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that doesn't count. That's that you just being dicks. And when the the problem is, right, is that I'm claustrophobic, so I would freak out being up there. I then would remind myself, I've got to get back down to earth, and me fear of heights would then start to kick in. Yeah, I never understood that. You know, what I mean, you've got a fear of going in elevators, so you'll walk up like a tower block. You've got a fear of uh, mm-hmm. of like freaking heights, so you might as well just stay this just, one. Like, I can just say him, you know, how he gets down the stairs is that he just sits down on his ass and slides down the stairs. But have you ever had vertigo? Wait, that's a fear. Yeah, that's a well, fear of uh, looking down and or. To be fair, it's along the same lines as a as a fear I, of heights. Yeah, it's I literally was sat on my horrible. sofa the other day, and no word of a lie. I felt vertigo when I stood up. I was just like, oh my God. Oh, like, what the fuck? I've it's never horrible. felt it in my life. Well, has anyone here been at the top of Durham uh, Cathedral? No, nope. not me. Yeah, I'm not that stupid. I got up there with uh, one of my family members and I looked over and vertigo kicked in. And basically what happened is when I looked down, everything span in front of us. And it span that much that I was at the point of passing out and I had to sit down. I remember going down them stairs on my bum. I was that scared to stand up. But the thing is, you know, though, every single step. How you notice, though, those that have actually got a fear of heights, right? You know, you go to look at the scenery and you look at the view and stuff like that. You slowly but surely edge yourself forward to like a build up just to look over the wall. And mm. even then, you're still about like 20 inches away from the like actually looking over. Yeah. Wait. <clears throat> The the thing is, though, they do say if you've got a fear of heights, you're more likely to jump in a suicide attempt, basically. You know? Really? I don't understand that. Yeah. I used to have a I fear of heights. I don't understand that. If, I don't. if you've got a fear of heights, why is it you would be more likely to jump? Although I do know that um, with my fear, I've been watching shows where, you know, to climb them, uh, them mast towers to fix the lights at the top. Yeah. And they're like 300, 400 foot off the floor. 
I've been watching them shows at the point where my hands are being sweaty. And I've thought to myself, what would I do in that situation? And I've come to the conclusion that I would be that fearful I would just let go. I would literally let go. Knowing I was going to die and I was in a place and, and I could just climb down, I would just let go. Worse than that, though, is I... I- I don't think I could actually do the other uh, guys' jobs that actually have to climb skyscrapers to actually God change no. the bulbs on top of the sky- skyscrapers. Oh, yeah, no thanks. No. You know what I mean? You get all no. the way to the top, and then you've got that thin piece that you've got to climb up just to change the bulb right at the top. Who thought yeah. of putting a bulb at the top of a fucking skyscraper? For yeah, but look at them washing the windows. It's like, how no? You get me yeah, there. but no, at least, you, do that, at least you've got like cables and stuff like that to kind yeah, of break your fall. Yeah, they snap at any moment. Yeah, but even then, though, you yourself are actually harnessed in. So if anything happens, if that goes, you have a harness. To be fair, in this situation, let's face it, how many people actually die from these jobs? It's probably very minimal. You know, you you have the the hazard pay because it's always a risk, but it's probably minimal. People do this job, you know. Um, But I suppose like us, if you've got that fear, it doesn't matter how minimal the the chance of dying on it is you, you're not going to want to do it, are you? Although the, the fear of heights isn't classed as an irrational fear. It is if you get scared from walking up two steps and you feel dizzy and so-and-so, but the, to have the actual fear of heights isn't irrational because the whole point of the fear of heights is to keep you safe. If we didn't have a fear of a height, we would we'd get too close and fall. Yeah. So it's a human instinct. Um, well, I'm just looking at the, like, trying to get a, a rough idea of statistics for that sort of thing, right? Um, the data from the International Window Cleaning Association showed that between 2010 and 2014, only one high-rise window cleaner was killed each year. Um, that uh, That's a big improvement compared to, like, 1932. Uh, when yeah. uh, an average of one in every 200 window cleaners that were actually killed in New York alone. Imagine that. Crazy. And that, I, I understand when you, uh, New York, because that's the, the central of fucking skyscrapers, that shit, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the thing is, one in 200 is going to die that year. You did say that year, didn't you? Uh, one in, in 1939. Uh, uh, that was a, ba- a big improvement compared to 1932, when one, uh, when an average of one of every uh, one out of every 200. So yeah, imagine imagine going to a job and being told, by the way, one of every 200 of the people we're employing here probably going to be dead. So you know, just prepare yourself, get life insurance. It's it's almost like a game host showing. It's like, congratulations, employee number 200. You're going to die this week. (laughs) (laughs) Sadly. But the thing is, let's let's look at it for what it is. Uh, When your time's up, your time's up, regardless, you know. Yeah, true, true. You have all these fears of heights and and, uh, claustrophobia and stuff like this for (laughs) whatever reason. But if your time's up, it is physically up. You know, you could walk out and get hit by a bus tomorrow. But we're not fearful of every bus that passes. You know, I'd be I'd be knackered if I was. You know, I'd walk out and I'd be shaking. That yeah, because every time a bus goes past you, it takes you with it. Because just from oh, the honestly, debris, man, you know? 
I've got to get a pre-warning from Becca to grab onto the pole, and then I'm like, I'm like the human-sized flag of UK flapping in the wind, you know. So he does so, it for like, fun, man. We've gone over like like stupid irrational fears and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So yeah. I am going to go and turn it around to Becca here. Oh, what? Right. Right. What? <laughs> we might as well go and talk about our own fears. No, well, thank you. I've got a couple of more. Well, you know, yeah, we'll, we'll, go for, we'll, go one, we'll go through one, like one person at a time and then get your facts out at the same time. No, we'll no, Rags. We'll just uh, right. listen to his first. That's fine. Oh, we better. Come on. Let one know. No. How. No. It, let's, let's know your deep rooted fears. No. Why? Because they're stupid. Not, nothing is ever stupid. Uh, nothing is actually fears. stupid. I mean, yes, we might joke about it, but at the end of the day, it's still a. Rags, it's you. You're going to rip it in half? No, we'll do that after the Look. show. The end of the day, if someone came up to me and says, "Well, afraid of balloons," I would, I would laugh. You know, I'd feel like laughing because it's a balloon. Yeah, but that could but be a counterattack. I'm scared of old women. They're violent. Well, obviously. Why you now? Are, are you just you saying know. that you're scared of that because of what happened today, beggar? Very much so. So, what is your deep-rooted fear? Spiders, creepy crawlies. Uh-uh. That can't be deep-rooted fear. So, oh. arachno- just... arachnophobia. What do you mean by rooted? Like. Your worst fear your in the world. deepest fear, like, that you would... Oh, we're going straight and we're just going straight in the deep end, over. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, we talked about the funny stuff, and we still will, but we want to know what our deepest, darkest fear is in life. Oh. We're, like, waiting, like, is it going to start yet, or what? <laughs> right, come on, Becca, you're, you're, you're first. Mine's what losing is- someone. Like, you know, when you get close to people, I don't well, like, like it. Like, friend, yeah. family, anything, like partner. Anything. No, no. Just anyone Colin or can go. specific person. I'm over that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, hold on. So, does that mean a stranger on the street could drop down? Oh, I couldn't care about that. That's fine. That's I don't mean to sound heartless there. <laughs> you, you cool bastard. <laughs> so, fair, we don't know deep- them, so, you know. So, your deepest fear is actually being scared of actually losing somebody close to you, whether it's friend or family. Aye, that's why I don't really get closer to people. Right. Sometimes we'll it just gets forced so I, think, I, th- I think many people have that fear, so you're not the only I one. I never that had one. that fear oh, yeah. until I, I started palliative care. But the thing is, I mean, that is a. That is a reality, isn't it? It's We are all going to lose someone. Yeah, we're all going to yeah. pass away, you know, even at us. Bye. And it, but having that, having that as a deep fear, I mean, that's not not a bad thing. No. You know, it just means you're a very loving person that cares. Or doesn't kill you, Yeah, you're, you're very... You are, although she comes across as a complete fucking nutcase at times, she is actually <laughs> very affectionate when she wants to be. No, so, like, I'm not a softie. <clears throat> yeah, but Honestly, I give her... I, I says to her the other day, she was going to work, and it was like, oh, we've got to spare £12, just take away you. Spend it on what you want, blah, 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 blah. And she took a twelve pound to work. She came back with two shirts for us. Oh, you soppy git! I say so. I says, well, why didn't you just spend it on yourself? She went, well, because I wanted to spend it on you. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> but touch. No, she but she doesn't think like that. But she does this all the time, you know. Any money that's given to her, whether she's earned it or whether people have just gave it to her, she actually uses it to buy back for that person. Well, here's the thing. I would do that, but I walk past uh, some flowers and it's like, ooh, bet I would love them. And then I look at my bank and I think, oh, God, no. 
<laughs> and I only had 12 pounds in my name. Yeah, I'd spend my last 10 pence on you if you wanted a chip. Shut your twat. <laughs> yeah, you can't get no penny sweets anymore, Becca. I'd share my last roll away. The flowers are like, uh, uh, the, <laughs> I can't get your name out. Matt, are only four quid. Ooh, did she just forget my <laughs> Do you want to be sacked? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you forget my name? <laughs> yes, the thing though, right? It, they're only four, five pound. I'm not an expensive person. I didn't like these roses. Someone buys me a rose, I'm going to smack it in your face. Uh, yeah, but that four or five pound could get us a drink. <laughs> There's plenty of no, water that in four or five pound is what you want to spend on your sweets and your crap that you eat. Right, Colin. Well, yeah. Let's, I've got to keep a dentist in a job. Let's put it this way, uh, Colin, right? You've got mm. five pound. Do you buy beggar five roses or do you buy beggar five cans of monster? Five cans monster. of monster. Even I know that. <laughs> it depends what mood I'm in on that day. No, if I want to be nice, no. I'll get out of monster. monster. All the way. If if I want to be a sod, I'll buy a roses. Lying against you in your eye. What the, what the hell? You'd probably sit there and go off oh, for a bit, and then the cats would kill them. No, True. I would kill them. So your deepest fear is actually losing people close to you, which mm-hmm. a lot of people out there also also have this fear as well. So I think there's a lot of people that sympathise with you on that there's one. There's a lot of lasses I work with. They're like that, but they only got as same as me is when we started palliative care. But the thing... The, <laughs> nearly. So, <laughs> I'm sure you said it. Is, I'm sure you is, said it. I nearly did. I nearly. So <laughs> the thing is, let's look at it for the for the for the truth of it. Right? Is that a, a like a fear that would um, kind of like stop you living your life type of thing? Yeah, it or would. is it just a fear because of like, the... am I going to lose someone? No. I know if you lost someone, I wake you, up every day going, "Who's going to die today?" No, yeah, it's not the fact of like that. It's the what comes after. You know, the oh. depression. Yeah. And all that stuff, you know, whether you're close to them or not, you know, whether you're just... I didn't believe in being so down after someone died until me nana. I was the same. When my nana granddad died, that was it for me. Yeah, but I think a lot of that is the dealing with the grief if you don't deal with it. Well, I'm going to say the right way, even though there's no... Oh, I never dealt with it the right way, I tell you now. I went straight to the bottle. If you deal with... If you do the wrong thing when it comes to grief, I think it, it... it can cause a lot of mental health problems, can't it? Yeah, my grief uh, kind of destroyed me that at that time, really. A doctor had a cheek to say I was an alien alcoholic. I uh, I took a different route. I I did the self harming and stuff like that. So yeah, and the thing is, though, I mean, you can't say right and wrong. I mean, obviously, if someone walks up again and says I'm self self harmed because of grief, mm-hmm. you can't sit there and say you you're a nut. Stop it. Mm-hmm. You know, because and that's something that's helping them, but you obviously don't want yeah. that person to self-harm. No, because a lot of people, would, if you said to someone, oh, I'll self-harm, they would say, you're doing it for attention. Mm-hmm. Not mm. once did I do that for attention. I did it to take the pain away. I was Like, why devastated. would you want to cause that much pain to yourself for attention? Exactly. Well, this, this is how I see it. If you <coughs> see, you cut your arm. <coughs> okay. After Becca dies. Okay. <laughs> okay, are you sure you're okay? I don't know. I think I've swallowed a fly. Wait. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> she swallowed a fly. I don't well, know we're why. We're an old lady who swallowed a fly, <laughs> and we don't know why. All right, so maybe you can tell oh, her why. What, what, what was it? It was like a, a fly. Mouth. Was it a fly then a spider? What was after the spider? 
I don't know. I'm not going through all of what Chiefs followed. Yeah, but I'm just trying to work out at what point wow, in the list that the cat. The, I just want to know at what point through the <laughs> list that. For God's sake, I want to know at what point during that list that the cats start disappearing in your house, Colin. It was after the, it was after the bird. So she swallowed the spider to catch the fly. She swallowed the bird to catch the spider. She swallowed the cat to catch the bird. She swallowed the dog to catch right, the Right, well, you don't have dogs, so you're safe there, right? So. Right, so. All right, well. And then then the last one's dead, of course. So, because she swallowed a horse. Is that what the date with that? Right, anyway, back to fears, right? We've I know how these keep uh, going off. I had to object, and it's like with me doing it. Matt, what's yours? Mine. <laughs> Mine is death. That's yeah. my biggest fear. Afraid of dying. I yeah. am. Yeah. When I think about death, I've I've sat there many times, like on the sofa, and it just comes to my mind, and I'm like, I actually get physically scared, knowing that one day I am gonna die. And it just it freaks yeah. me out. It really does, and I have well, to that, stop thinking about it because I will, like you know, just have a breakdown there and then. That, that's the reality. Though. We've all got to face that one day, don't we? Yeah, I know that. Um, it's just it still like you know freaks you out. But like. yeah, it doesn't get rid of that fear. I, I know where you're coming from because I've had that fear myself. I was able to get through it. Um, but it's like just the thought of dying and what what's out there and what. Yeah, like, there's nothing you next. Know, you know, like what what comes yeah, next? Yeah, it's a fear. I mean, I found myself sitting there one night, and, and I'm not saying this to try and scare you or anything, and I, and, and I tried to remember, <laughs> like, what what was it before I was born? So if you're sitting there and you're terrified at night, Matt, you can find us. Right, did you just go, so boom? <laughs> yeah, did you? <laughs> not me to scare you. What, <laughs> I try to remember, like, what it was like before I was born, and, like, all I can remember is darkness. Yeah, but that's so, the thing that, like, you know, scares me, you know, just knowing that yeah. what is next? Is there anything? What is next? It, and and that that did put fear up. It's like, if I close my eyes, is it going to be like, I'm asleep? You know, you don't remember nothing. And I think it's that losing of consciousness and losing that self-being, isn't it? It's just, it, it puts that fear in you. Like, God, I'm, I'm never going to... I don't know. I just... See. I just think, you know, we've lived our life, like, you know, and it's just going to end. Like, yeah. what have you done, but, you know? Is that yeah. your f- actual belief, though? Do you believe that, like, when you die, that's it? Or yeah. do you believe that you move on? No, I believe that that's it. Say I don't. I've had many experiences. Yeah, but you believe that aliens created us. Like, come on, seriously. Oh come on, Matt! Some of the things we're seeing. He believes <laughs> he believes in God, but also believes in aliens. What is this world coming to? I don't know. I just believe. You never know. We are. May have been gods. We're here, and then we're gone, and then we don't get. Which s- is a horrible way of thinking. But in my my defence, I'd rather believe what I believe because if I believe that and I die and it all goes black, I think it was mentioned before by another another person that came on the show it goes black then you've lost nothing you know but if you die and something is there and then you get there and it's like burn for the rest of your life bitch you know yeah but it's like the bible says it's about oh heaven and shit there's no proof of heaven how do we know what just because a book says there's heaven and hell you know at the same time, there's there's no proof of many many things, but we still believe it. So yeah, because of you go on, social media you go on and faith. shit like that. That's why we believe it. Yeah, but the thing is, you go on you go on faith. 
don't you? And we've all got things we believe, we've all got things we don't. There's no wrong, there's no right, and we'll all find out one day at the end. Yeah, it's also like, you know, I'll go back to the, the part of self-harming. Yeah, I never did it to end my life, so, you know, I do not want to die, <laughs> mm. ever. I'd happily become a vampire, yeah. and if I could... Live for the rest of your I life. I really would, live, and I would turn all my family members into vampires just so I wouldn't be alone. But I think that's that's even a natural fear, though, isn't it? Being it's alone. Okay. Being alone, dying, losing people. Could I like counteract that slightly? What? If you, no, you said, can't. oh, I would turn my family into vampires and stuff like that. It now, would be selfish. I was I just about to say, would that be your selfish thing? It I mean, I, as sad as I say is, I'm about to actually do the whole vampire diary on you. <laughs> right? Where... Uh, Stefan feeds on his dad and then goes and actually teaches Damon to actually turn. So it's Stefan's fault that Damon became a vampire, which gave Damon the eternity to give freaking Stefan hell, basically. That's his punishment for actually turning somebody. I can see your family members, especially your sister, doing the same thing back to you. No, I think my sister would be happy. I really do. Same, yeah. I I To look now and think that you know, if my sister ever passed before me, I would be completely devastated, you know, to be, because I would feel 100% alone. I really would, because yeah. she is constantly there for me. She has been for many like, years, and I would I would be devastated. I'd be alone. I, I think in that situation, yeah, you're right. It would be selfish to turn someone It would, but, me. you know, that's that's my choice. If someone came up to me and says, right, you can have eternal life, do you want it? Yes. Or, I would say no. I would say yes, straight away. There would be I'm no happy, hesitation I'm happy from me. enough to pass away one day. <laughs> you know, um, everything's got to come to an end, even the good. Yeah, but to, to, to what end, you know? what that is that our end completely? Is there anything else? That's just what I want to know, you know? But the thing is, you ne- you'll never know, will you? Um, exactly. Until that day comes. And when that day comes, you either, you'll either go to sleep forever or you wake up on the other side and it'll be like, damn. You know, I, I never knew this world existed. Or, Why couldn't I came here? Or you'll wake up and realise you were just plugged into the Matrix. <laughs> yeah. Quite a film, Well, as one person who was a guest on the show did say, there's a reason we don't know what comes after death. Yeah, well, those are my two biggest fears, you know. Yeah. But the thing is, as he says, or as he believes, if you knew what come after death, then when things got bad... There would be no reason to stay with them. But do you think if you if we knew what was next that and it was something great, do you think majority of people would end their life on purpose just because they knew what was next and it was so great I, that they couldn't resist? I wouldn't say majority. I couldn't speak for majority. I can speak for myself and say, yeah, I would. No, like obviously our ago. personal opinion. You know what we think about it. Do we think that they would or they wouldn't? I think there's a lot of people that would, but I don't think everyone would. Right? The mm. only thing we can actually do is ask the audience, would you, if you found out that you could, uh, had a different life, if somebody shows you what your next life would be, would you do uh, do it? Would you end your life and go do it or not? Because I think, I, think, I think it would be a good argument. I think it would be a 50-50. I think people, depending on what the situation is that they had been showed, would they actually end their life because it's a better life than what they've got? Or would they realise that the next life is going to be even shittier than what they're living now and that they'll try and live yeah, this life out as long as possible? 
this is the question. It's not like, would you go on to another life? It's like, if you knew what was on the other side. So if you knew life was, it, it, like, you went to the other side and it was rosy, like, we're promising the Bible, like, it's, it's heaven. Not even just that, like, you were offered the perfect life, you know, would you take it mm-hmm. or would you stick to this life? Obviously, I think a majority would choose the perfect life. Yeah. Well, we're kind of... We kind of went off there, anyway. <laughs> I think a lot of people would choose the life they've got. What's yours then, Colin? Um, mine is rejection. Rejection from people that love and care for you. For just no apparent reason. I get it. Yeah, I I've get had, that one. I've had a bit of rejection too. from. Uh... But I've got a great fear of it. So it's that bad that if I feel like I'm being rejected, I turn away and I would leave the person and just not talk to them. Yeah. Um. I would cut them out my life before they even rejected me. So um, is that why you keep falling out with us and end up being friends by Christmas again? <laughs> well, yeah, you you give really good presents. I get, when Christmas comes around, I've got a good heart at that time, and it's like, oh, Rags, I'll be your friend. But you've got a heart. When the new year comes, yeah, where? When the new year comes, you knew? it's it, yeah. it's a bit of a bit of a one of them. A new one it's of like, me. Rags is a dick, really, and I don't want to speak. Aren't you all? No, I'm not. No, you're just a bitch. Yes, I do. I'm going to put it out there. Is anyone like Becca? If you if you do, give us your address. I'll send her off. Hey. <laughs> That's not nice. Right, so I wanted to send what, you off. Is it just the? Is it just that one, or do you have more? No, it, it is generally just that one to the point where, like, I will officially like push people out if I feel like that person's taking them piss. If that person's going to hurt us, if that person's going to reject me, I will physically put the barrier up and stop that person getting any closer. Um, done it loads in my life. It's it stems a lot from when I was younger. You know how I was treated as a being and and how I felt. Um, to obviously in adulthood, so it's like a it's like a self preservation, a self uh, security. You know, I just think a lot of people have that. You know, the uh, fear of rejection. It's, it, yeah, but people think of rejection in a weird way, you know what I mean? Colin has this one where there's a fear of rejection of people, you know what I mean? People mm. will actually have a fear of rejection honest, from, six, like, from jobs see, and stuff. Knowing him, it's yeah, not just I, people. I don't I don't care if a person out in the street looks at us and, and says, you're an ugly sod. That happens every day. <laughs> but I don't care. I don't, I don't care about that. <laughs> What I care about is so very close people to us. Yeah. So brothers, you know, nanas, uncles, just anything like that. Use, you know, I take bad to any thought of rejection, and I, I can take it out on the people. I can shut myself off to the people. I can and oh yeah, like I say, the only people that I know is the people who are are close to us when they start sitting there questioning why is Colin different with us. You know, um, and it's at that point where I've determined, right, you're going to hurt me or you're going to reject us, yeah, so I don't want nothing to do with you, you know. Mm. Um, so that's how bad it is with us. That's how bad the fear of rejection is, is I'll reject you before you reject me type of attitude to, to keep myself safe. And the the actual rea- reality is, as much as I do that, it actually hurts us doing it because I'm rejecting the person and I don't want them to reject me. So I still want them in my life, but I'm rejecting them, you know? So it's a, it's a, it's a complete, it's like a defense mechanism and, as well. If you think yeah. About it. So it's, I should probably, probably seek help for it, but it's you know, kind of like, it it's kind of like you, you bring it on yourself though. 
And I was yeah. like, oh, they're going to reject us, right? I'll get there before you. It yeah. was a paranoia, you know, as well, because sometimes it may yeah, not go so that way. The person, the person, I think it happened before with you, Rags, um, might have only done something silly or said something wrong. It's been picked up wrong. Um, and and I've took it that it's going to be lead to the person that's going to cut us out of life, blah, 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 blah. And then in return, that's when I put my walls up and I start pushing onto that person. Well, if that person didn't mean it in that way, that leads to friction, you know? Mm. And that person starts thinking you don't like them and you don't want that to do with them. So they start to reject you in return. So as you say, you've, you've brought it on yourself in the whole process. But you know? I don't also, um, I don't think it's always the person though. I think a lot of it's well, got to do with life as well. It's not that. I think um, one of the things, I, I'm not going to say who, when, where, when, why, but not long ago I had a massive argument and that was down to the fact of rejection. I felt I was getting rejected. I felt I was getting a thingy so my walls went up immediately as a self-preservation. Um, and it hurt. I mean, this doing this really, really hurt to the point where I was crying a couple of days later. I was like in tears. Um, and I'd, this was my way of trying to preserve myself from being hurt in such a way that I, I wouldn't suffer. But in turn, I was suffering because of what I'd done. And it was my fault. It was down to me. You know, because I put my walls up straight away. Instead of being sensible and just talking, I didn't. It was straight away self, self-preservation. I'm not going to get hurt like this. I'll make sure we don't talk, blah, 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 blah. So in turn, um, I do a lot of it myself. And I bring it a lot on myself, you know. I'm lucky I've got such good people in my life, like Rags and, and, and others, in my life. <coughs> and, and even you, Matt. And others. Better, With better. Others better. That, <laughs> right, fine, okay, yeah. news. all right, like Matt and Becca. No, no, well. I'm an other, it's fine. Well, to be fair, Matt, you've had it in the neck a few times as well. Often oh, yes, you're yeah. an asshole. Um, to the point now um, that Matt sits and says, is Colin on his period again? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do, so, yeah. Th- this is, for me, it, it, I'm just lucky. I've got people who understand us and know us um, and, and take that on board and are very forgiving. And like, look. Who told you I forgive you? Well, it's buying this time. <laughs> Revenge I'll, I'll is be sweet. Nice to you from it's buying this time and going, I'm Dick, do you know when you did this to us? Have this. <laughs> yeah, I've got but it yeah, all on so, recording and everything. <laughs> so that fear was, uh, that fear can cause a lot of trouble for us. But I think, like Matt says, it's not just fear, it's a lot of self preservation, yeah. a lot of self defense coming into it because of past. And a lot of people well, just so. want to suffer in silence, basically. Yeah, that, well, that's exactly what I'm like. If I'm suffering, I'm going to suffer on my own because it, to me, I was always brought up, I'm a man, I should be, I should. I can't show weakness. I know that's not true. You know, we're human. Yeah, but it's not man, took female, you a while human, to get show. into that state of mind, though. Oh, yes, I, I, I show me weaknesses now. It's took us a long time, but that's how I was brought up, you know. Um, that's how I was told, you know, you gave, you show weakness, blah, 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 and, and all this. Um, so. I grew up in that way, and then I found out quite sharply in life that if you don't show your emotions, you're just a dickhead. Yeah, rag. 
<laughs> what, what the f- why did you throw that at me for? Because <laughs> you barely show any emotions. Raps, you've actually been really good with your emotions lately. Well, not really get worked up about, really, is it? <laughs> not really. Uh, you've done well, though. You've done well from the person I first met who wouldn't talk about nothing. No, you, ne- you never shut up. Really? Yeah, yeah for well, the last five it, minutes. Yeah, for the last five minutes, yeah. But that's because, you know, it's normally it's like three hours later for me when I start talking about <laughs> yeah. that, that, was, that. That was like Colin for like nearly fucking six, well, seven minutes Well, now you've there. mentioned it. What's yours? Big mouth. Yes, Rex. Yeah, come on. My fears. My, I have a, a couple of fears. I know, it's losing me. I get it. <sighs> no, actually. Oh, wow. One fear, one fear is actually <laughs> living. Yeah. What? I actually fear being Sorry, alive. Sorry, I, did, I didn't mean to sound horrible. I just, I've never heard of that one before. Yeah, I'm kind of confused with that one. So people have this rational fear of actually dying. They don't know what's going to happen after they die or anything like that, you know? Like me. People mm. are concerned about dying. They don't think about life. They don't think about living. So in my mind, I actually fear what comes next in my life. Yeah. You yeah. know, so I'm fearing what's going to happen to me tomorrow. Yeah, the, the only next person, five minutes. only person that could sort that out though would be you. Mm-hmm. But that could be the same for you when it comes to the whole death situation. No, I've got, oh, I'm not doing nothing yeah. about me dying, can I? If it, it's my time, it's my time. Man, you know? the, the, is it not more of a, of a fear of control over your own life rather than a fear of living? Because you can't, you, you feel like you can't control what's coming. To an aspect of it, yes. Which is my uh, my set my second uh, fear is uh, a fear of succeeding. So a fear of living because I don't know what's going to come in the next part of my life, the next chapter of my life. Or you know, although it kind of gives you a sense of dread and a sense of excitement at the same time. You know, say, like, "Ooh, what's going to happen? Is it going to be good? Is it going to be bad?" You know, it's like, "Do I want to? Do I want to know? Do I not want to know? Shall I just stay in bed? Shall I not leave the house?" And all that it like sets off all of your fears at the same, like all your your problems at the same time. So like my mental health and stuff like that. Prime example. Every time that I say that I'm going to go see Colin or Beggar or I'm going to go to like to the shops and stuff like that, I always get to my front door, right? Put my hand on the handle after unlocking the door. Then I actually push the handle back up and lock the door and don't bother going out because it's a fear of kicking in what actually is going to come next. Is it going to be good or is it going to be bad that's coming next? Well, normally it would be sitting in a chair having a coffee. Oh, sorry. It, it, it'd be sitting in a chair and then asked to make a coffee. It doesn't even get in the chair. Yeah, but I don't even get the, through the door. Coffee rags, coffee rags. You know, as well, you know, controlling your own life, you know, that same what Colin yeah. said, you know. I know but, it's going off. The, same, the thing is, that that is a rational fear. I mean, you know, not having control over your own life. Yeah, I think we've all got it. You can understand having that fear. But obviously, from what Rags is saying, obviously that's materialised and we're worse fear than what it should be yeah um, it's kind of the same yeah. with like uh the, the fear of being successful you know in yeah. anything you same know so like yeah. successfully getting a job successfully doing something with your life you know successfully gaining a relationship you know family members and stuff like that although i am not actually close with my family as you know yourself you know yeah. i've had a fallout with my family who and- needs family when you've got us Oh yeah, me. 
I don't. Oh, wow, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Uh, although I have friends around us that I actually class as family, family itself, I have never understood. I've never liked well, the aspect of family. I've because ne- I've never had it like growing up. Yeah, you know, I've always been in in and out of the care system. I've always been like from house to house to house, from friends' houses to like sofa surfing to being on the streets. Mm. I've been all over the place. You know, you so get when around. I actually, so when I when it comes to me doing stuff for being successful, you know, like say people telling me, "Oh, well, you can be successful in this," because I've tried that and I feel like I'm gonna succeed in it. I actually self destruct and pull myself away because the fear kicks in of being successful. I think it's also like the failures, you know, because I get no, it, it, no, no, because I'm used to failing. I've failed majority of my life. Yeah, but that's also things. a fear, though, you know, because you're you're more scared of failing than you are. No, I'm not. Actually, I'm not, and that's the problem. I'm not afraid of failing. I am afraid of succeeding. Yeah, because you failed so much in the past. It's basically like you're still afraid Fa- in a way. Fa- no, I mean I understand what you're trying to say, but I do not fear failing because I've done it that much. I don't fear it. I, I, so I'm used to failing. it happening. I'm used to things going wrong. So it's like, well, what's the point of being successful? Yeah, well, along the family side, I'm a big believer, as you all know that, but, you know, you don't have to be blood to be family. Oh, I agree. You know, family, is, family is what you make of it. Um, yeah. I've got you's lot, you know, you's a family to us. Um, and then I've got my blood family, and I, treat, I would treat you's no different. I'm just you know, the other. <laughs> Matt, I'm so sorry, and I'll make it up to you I'm on your joking. birthday. When is that again? It's been my birthday, you missed it. <laughs> Oh, damn it. It was last yeah, week. Yeah, he's, fi- well, he's finally joined you you... the old crew. <laughs> when you come up here, <laughs> we'll have a good laugh. <laughs> Maybe. Um, yeah. Unless you're on your period. Well, that's <laughs> If he's on his period, Matt, just slap him, Maddie. I'll leave that to you, Becca. You, you know yeah. what it is? Most people just sit there and look at us as if to say, not again. Not again, Colin. Or we'll sit, uh, or we'll sit there, about. listen to you again, on and on and on, and then sit there and go, are you done yet? Yeah, no. yeah. Are, exactly. You got it out of your system. Are you all done? Are you all better now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, like, like, it's it's at this moment in time, right? My fear of being successful has been kicking kicking in uh, recently because this was uh, brought on because of Matt. Well, not in me. a bad, not in a bad way, right? You gave Matt, me the idea to go for done? this. Oh, I didn't say nothing. I mentioned about the TikTok about the eggs. That was it. Didn't say hatching oh, right, hatch eggs. What have I missed? I've been away not even a minute. You know about the eggs? Ah, uh, my birdies. Not the your birdies. They're, they're not. They're Shut bags. up, rags. The <laughs> End of discussion. They're not yours. So basically, because I want to like make a, a business out of it, right? I've got the, the the fear of actually being successful in it. You know, it's like I want this to happen, but the fear there is being like being successful. You know, what I mean, shall I shall I just like shut it down because it, it it's becoming too real? If that makes sense. Yeah, but you know the thing I mean? is, is in that in that same breath, obviously you had your you had the failure side where a few of the eggs haven't hatched, there's still a chance of the other ones, but they may not. Um and one sad little birdie died. Um but what you gotta take from that is is that although although that was a failure at that point, get another batch and they may all hatch. You know, uh, yeah, no, no, no. That right? he's, a, he's, a, he's a poet and he didn't even know it. <laughs> but guys, we are getting closer to time, and I do want to put your mind at ease, Rags. Season four is going to be 
quite a season, and I suggest everyone listens to her. And we're definitely not going to get successful after this season. Say that word again. So don't worry about that. Yeah, successful. That's yeah, but but right, this uh, this episode was a disaster. <laughs> no, that's a good word, you know. It, I don't think it's no, no, no. It's not a disaster, but I think there is a section, thanks, Rags, we're going to have to cut out. <laughs> Hang on, what section? Just everything you said. The section said. where you advise people to do something. <laughs> <laughs> well, how else was I supposed to put it? You weren't meant yeah. to see it. Talk to someone. Yeah, <laughs> that's how you that say it. That person that sent you that message was the Needs a slap. They do, 100%. <laughs> I'll tell you after this. Yeah, no worries. No problem. Let's go out of the episode. Anyway. Right. It's been a great episode, thank you. It has, yeah. Becca, unmute yourself because you end up having oh. to say bye at the same time. So stop trying to freaking disappear. I don't know why it happened. I didn't even touch it. Ladies and gentlemen, she's trying to escape without even saying goodbye to you as well. How horrible is that? How fucking rude. My bad. <laughs> I'm nice, really. She's not. She's a bitch. So we have a lot of things coming up in season four. We've actually got a good, decent list of what I'm looking at right here. So it is all going to be good. It's going to be fun. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be stupid. And serious. And, rags. and serious. Um, and there's rags, right? Okay, I get that. Special <laughs> <laughs> person. You know, so I think... You have gave me control of the Instagram side of things, haven't you, Colin? Yes. So, well, Instagram, that's dangerous. And you will be running the blogs as well. We shall be updating the Instagram of what we do behind the scenes. You know, Colin sitting doing his editing, Matt sitting yeah. doing whatever Matt does. More work. likely taking <laughs> pictures of people at work. <laughs> <laughs> that's work naughty. And Becca just complaining. Just Becca getting you know. attacked in general. And when we'll find Crazy Jay a picture of his rock. Yes, yeah. when we'll find it. I think uh, I've got my photography birds out loud right, looking at that rock. We've found a rock. Uh, yeah. Whether that's the right one or not, I don't know. <laughs> Who yeah, knows? Exactly. Who so, to be continued. You all know the website. You all know the Instagram. So go and have a look at that. Yeah, go, go check us out. Check Hurry us up. out, you know, you know. Matt's getting impatient, you know. We don't want to lose him in season five because he's all haven't said hi. Hi. <laughs> we just need, you know, we want to get our message out there that we are amazing. We are. We are, but, well, but Matt. Without uh, uh, any further ado, we are actually going to end this episode now. Stay safe and just be happy, okay? And enjoy your life. Exactly. Bye. <laughs> no, you should have said, and we'll, we'll just see you in the next episode. And we will see you in the next episode. <laughs> Bye for now. Bye, Felicia. Bye. Bye. <laughs>